Hello everyone. You are listening to the Marketing Podcast 101, the show that brings you strategic ways of marketing for your business. With your host Hemant Seredi. Today, I am going to put forward five ways leaders accidentally stress out their employees. Starting off with decades of scientific research that show stress and anxiety are prevalent problems at work contributing to deficits in employee morale well-being and productivity while anxiety is caused by a range of factors including issues unrelated to people's jobs one common and pervasive cause is something specific to workplace which is incompetent leadership managers and leaders have a direct effect on their employees stress and anxiety levels what they say feel and do hugely influences their team's physical and emotional well-being and the more senior leaders are the more people they are likely to influence positively and negatively but sadly far too few leaders are aware that they have this power and many are overconfident in their leadership skills creating a gap between their perceived and actual levels of competence this explains why even well meaning bosses may inadvertently contribute to high anxiety levels in their employees and have a limited capacity to correct and improve their behavior if you think you are leading effectively what is the point of changing it is for this reason that leaders must pay a great deal of attention to how they act and communicate the importance of this is exacerbated during times of increased uncertainty as we often look to leaders to guide us in the face of fear to provide us with clarity and direction and most of all to give us reasons to remain hopeful and optimistic if you are a manager or a leader it is useful to internalize some key psychological lessons about how your behavior what you say do feel and express impacts your team especially when you are not aware of it in particular there are five behavioral patterns that most often increase people's anxiety level if you can spot them you can learn how to change them in order to become a more effective leader the first and foremost use of negative language too often we focus on non verbal communication as a signal for conveying emotions how we move our hands or which facial expressions we make when in reality the words we say are more likely to convey how we feel and what we think as a growing field of algorithmic text mining and natural language processing shows there is a systematic and robust connection between the type and frequency of words we choose to express ourselves and our moods and our temperaments this means that even when you think you are discussing your business strategy dispassionately the way you talk about it and the language you choose will convey your emotions and mental state to others irrespective of your intentions leaders in particular can expect the emotional impact of their words to be even stronger when they are written people tend to reread important messages internalizing their effective content research has shown that to avoid accidentally triggering anxiety through language best practice is to refrain from using negative words for example horrific shocking dangerous as well as euphemisms such as challenging problematic and undesirable in fact the only criterion for determining whether a word is negative 
is whether it increases the listener's negative effect. In other words, that it might elevate their levels of anxiety, worry and concern. Even if two leaders are in the same situation and describing the same state of affairs, they will have a different effect on public if they talk about hope, improvements or light at the end of the tunnel as opposed to death toll, mortality rate or depression. The second most important way is unusual or erratic actions. We often celebrate spontaneity and unpredictability as critical ingredients of creativity as if they were integral components of a free spirit. In reality, however, most people want to eliminate as much uncertainty and unpredictability from their lives as they can, as both tend to trigger anxiety. The COVID-19 pandemic makes this clear. We are shocked not only by the virus devastating effects on our lives, but also by our inability to predict what will happen. There is not much certainty leaders can provide when they are equally unable to predict the future. But they can, at the very least, avoid being an additional stress agent by acting on consistent and predictable ways. If you are a boss, don't introduce an unnecessary layer of complexity to your employees' lives by making them guess what you will do next. Be reliable, predictable and even boring if necessary. You may be the only predictable factor your employees can count on in a time of great uncertainty. In simple terms, this means providing a clear structure to your meetings and communications, sharing expectations upfront, avoiding last-minute changes and cancellations and wherever possible, continuing with the same routine you had before the crisis or big change. The third factor, emotional volatility. Excitable bosses are like a roller coaster. They may be fun for sensation seekers, but they are stressful for almost everyone else. The last thing your employees want during difficult times is to see emotional volatility in their leaders. It is a bit like provoking someone into an emotional discussion when they have had a really bad day. Obviously, it is not going to end well. This may be easier said than done, but being a leader requires a certain level of competence for dealing with pressure. Especially in a crisis, remember that your own stress will only amplify other people's stress. The main implication here is that you should work very hard to manage your impressions, contain your emotions and put on your best poker face in front of your employees. What might this look like in general? And this goes back to the second point. Your team is looking to you for stability and guidance amid the chaos. If you are typically calm and stable, try to remain so as much as possible. Even if it may be normal to display some degree of emotional volatility during a crisis, the fewer changes your team perceive from your typical patterns of behavior, the less stressed they will be. If your natural style is volatile and reactive, However, you may be better off projecting an aura of calmness and composure as if you had just taken up meditation. This shift may feel extreme to you personally, but over time, it will help you better tame or filter your own anxiety. Once your team begins to notice this change, they may feel less on edge themselves too. Actions that have been found to mitigate emotional volatility include a regular practice of mindfulness, frequent exercise, 
better sleep quality and internalizing feedback from others so you realize when you may be derailing moving on to the fourth factor excessive pessimism we live in a world especially in the west that stigmatizes negativity and condemns pessimism as if it were a psychological problem in fact pessimism is underrated as it helps leaders to detect and prevent potential threats minimize risks and avoid arrogant and overconfident decisions that said during stressful and anxious times leaders pessimism is more likely to turn into a liability demotivating others and pushing their already high anxiety stress to much more stressful levels this is why even when you cannot find reasons to project optimism you should still refrain from displaying outright pessimism even if your natural response is to feel pessimistic projecting this onto others may further their anxiety being able to control it and project and project calmness and composure will strengthen your colleagues remember that leadership is not about you it's a resource you provide to help others further because it's likely that your team expects a certain degree of optimism from you during uncertain times they may already discount for this if you say things will be great they will believe you but if you tell tell them things will be bad they may interpret the situation as worse than it is the last factor ignoring people's emotions perhaps the biggest mistake you can make during stressful times is ignoring your team's emotions this error often occurs when a leader is hyper focused on dealing with their own emotions while you need to understand your own anxiety and get it under control it is also critical to manage how others are perceiving your well-being if they think you cannot manage yourself they won't trust you to manage them the key here is empathy you will only succeed if you are focused on the people around you not on yourself in the past two decades a great deal of research has highlighted the key role that emotional intelligence aka eq plays in developing empathy more specifically we have learned that leaders with high eq are better at understanding and influencing other people's emotions as well as controlling their own some leaders are naturally better at this than others unfortunately no one will suddenly wake up with a higher eq overnight but they can work on their willingness to stand or understand other people a critical starting point is remembering that during difficult times it is more important to monitor people's effect mood and stress rather than check on their work performance productivity or task management simple ways to achieve this are to have more one-on-one meetings with team members increase the frequency of your communication ask open-ended questions that invite people to engage and show empathy whenever possible as the great dale carnegie put it when dealing with people remember you are not dealing with creatures of logic but with creatures of emotion in short you will be less likely to increase anxiety in others if you make a commitment to thinking more deeply about how your actions impact them as a leader you are an amplifier of people's emotions if you do things right you can bring out the best people even in the worst of times if you do things wrong you will lower the morale and performance even when things are fine
Thanks for joining us this week on Marketing Podcast 101. Make sure to visit our website Master Skillshare where you can learn latest marketing technologies and strategies along with interesting online courses on data science, artificial intelligence, internet of things and much more. You can now subscribe to the show in Spotify so you'll never miss a show. While you are at it, if you found value in this show, we would appreciate a rating on Spotify and Facebook page at Master Skillshare. Or if you would simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us too. If you like this show, you might want to check out our ebook, The Line of Control: Money versus You. You can follow me on LinkedIn with the name Hemant Kumar Seredi. Have a great day and happy marketing.